Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. right now oh my god that's i amazing. know today we are live streaming dear pod the podcast i I'm can't decide which one to look at yet. neither i know see this is the danger <laughs> because technically my instagram has a better angle and has better lighting exactly. and i want to but i won't because i'm i'm more into you right now i'm into you facebook because we have nice little banners and sexy things See the Deer Pod mm. live stream. We have gone live. Uh, yeah, and we got more people kind of coming in. It's time. Oh. It's time. Oh. I believe it's time. <laughs> it's time to say welcome to Deer Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Ricardo Montalban. Ah, and I am Chicago's own BB Newworth. Ooh. And we're coming to you from both downtown swinging hell's kitchen <gasps> and the Maha bar in the beautiful pineapple ranch. Look at that. Can I hear it? Yeah, Look at that. That is the first time that the world is seeing the pineapple ranch live over here. I can give you a little bit of a show on the Instawebs yeah, over there. You have to the- be. You have to play Julie McCoy at Cruise Director now, show everyone around. Yeah, it's really difficult to, to do a multiple platform thing, but we're trying. And we may Especially on all that cocaine. Oh, God, not enough, huh? It's too difficult to get the cocaine <laughs> while you've been in the quarantine. Not so, in Hell's Kitchen. Really? You just walk out your door? Yeah, it's just right there. Coke right. pot weed. So, uh, Coke pot weed, do they say it like that? Hey, Copotweed, Uh So, okay, this is our first time live streaming. We're doing it via StreamYard today. I see some, some people coming into the room. Please feel free to comment as you can post the comments on the side over there and Patty and I can see it. And, of course, we're going to be asking you guys for advice questions later because in case you didn't know, this is a comedy advice podcast. Am I right? <laughs> Whether you like it or not. And whether we're funny or not. (laughs) You have no choice. (laughs) And I'm just drinking a mid-afternoon cafe out of my sexy Deer Pod coffee mug. Available for sale as soon as we get more stock. Oh, my God. Oh, hi, Barbara Quinn. Hello from lockdown in Maine. (gasps) Very exciting. Where are you seeing all this? Uh, you should be able to see on the right-hand side a little banner, a little section that says comments. If ah, you don't, there we go. Oh, there you go. Okay, so you're going to be able to see people commenting at you, in you, near you, within you. Oh, hello from Lancaster, PA. Michelle, welcome to the room. Welcome, everybody. Oh, I feel good. I feel uh, warm. I feel lubed. That's um, good. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in right now. If you don't already, and you should, please follow us on all your social media at DearPodOfficial on your face place, which you clearly have found right here, on your Instagrams, which we're figuring out over there, on your Twitter, which we don't really do anything with Twitter for crying out loud. Not really. And coming soon, I, TikTok, get ready. I don't know. I still don't understand. I don't know. You don't get I feel it? like I'm my mom. I am taking a class on TikTok. That's the state of things right now. Okay. All right. Can you operate this on a flip phone, like a jitterbug or a dog? The hell's a jitterbug? A jitterbug only has four buttons. The police, the fireman, and like your pimp or something. Oh. I'm not exactly sure what the last button is. God, I miss those but. days. I miss the days of a rotary phone when the threat of oh. calling 911 would have taken you five hours. Oh, relax. Oh, oh I uh, fucked up. Uh, oh, God. Dude, nine... One. I mean, yeah. only recently, I think my uh, mom's house got rid of the rotary phone. And let me tell you, the ringer on a rotary phone, somehow it vibrates our house. <laughs> like, it's like cross between like a tractor trailer truck, like burrowing like through the side of the building. Yeah. And like maybe an earthquake tremor. <laughs> like with, with a, like a lot of like boulders rolling down on, on the side of it. It's an aggressive ring. And it's, 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 it's the most aggressive thing. And these children don't even understand. It'll wake up a dead person. Back in my day, our ring was so loud, it opened up your ass. <laughs> I mean, there's literally bells. Like, <laughs> whatever is in the... The, the machine. It's like, yeah. Yeah. If they you took know. it People apart, don't know. there's two bells that would True. clank together, and you'd shit yourself. I like we, that. We have, like um, that. when we first moved into the Pineapple Ranch, there were two phones in the house there was a, a rotary phone in the middle of an empty room which was horrifying and we still it's had like a, a kubrick film yeah it is it was like and yeah. it was it's extra creepy because we found out after the fact that the guy who lived here died in the very spot where that phone was so i still <laughs> there's gonna be a day when he calls from beyond the grave and he's gonna be pissed when he sees that we built a bar down here is it going to be one of those things where you, like the phone rings and you're like, no one knows that we lived here. And then you pick it up. Did you check the children? Stop it. Did, you, did I check though? Did I what? I don't have yeah. any children. Did you? Then you just hear like, like mommy, mommy from like, from the attic. You're like, you don't have an attic. I don't have children. I don't have children in the attic. <laughs> There's nobody fucking here. VC Andrews? It's not, a, it's not plugged in. The phone's not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> oh children in the uh, attic I do like the idea that if he called from beyond the grave and he was like have you checked the children and I said I, I don't have any and he'd be like um good um, good good, <laughs> good. smart, smart. <laughs> just checking just checking good financial planning I'm not really good at being a ghost I just don't I mean is it are you I <laughs> I would be a terrible ghost I'd be the Horrible. nervous ghost. I, I, and I'd be lazy, ultimately. I'd get You'd be going around. You would just wake people up and be like, hi. And like, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you. How do I look? Does this look? Does this, <laughs> this is so cool. I hate you so much. That's exactly the ghost I would be like. Oh, my God. Hi. I'm so, look, can you just tell me the truth? Can you just Does it look honest? like? Do my wings make me look fat? I just, I don't. What about this sheet? Is this sheet okay? Can you see? I didn't really think I. Can you see my abs in the sheet? I did an hour and a half of orange theory, and then I ran, and then 
Jesus stopped me and said, Aaron, we don't do this anymore. You know that if I die, it's going to be Orange Theory that does it. Like she was too healthy. <laughs> I'm making a case for not working out. Man. Your, your hell would be a closed Orange Theory. It is. So I'm living my hell right now. I've been having to create my own workouts, but I'm using whatever's in the house because I can't get my hands on fitness gear. So I'm doing like pull-ups with a tomato can. It's just sad. Now, a couple episodes ago on this podcast, I said that I started a girl group with two friends of mine when I was like 10, 11 years old. Correct. Right. And we only got as far as coming up with the name of the band, name of the girl group, and then we disbanded. Correct. Um, The name of that girl group, I remembered what it was because I forgot it last time. What was it? Licentious. Um, Is it, is that a, is that a, I'm sorry. What is that a word? Licentious. Did you make that up? It is a real what? word. It is a word, and I think it, it sounds like, like a trampy. disease. No, it does. Well, just because the word lice is in it. Licentious. I want you to know that I spent more time looking in the dictionary for the name of the girl group than I did working on the action. Did. Okay, here we go. Oh my God! Here's the definition. Are you ready? Yes. Promiscuous and unprincipled in sexual matters. And how old? Are, ten, how old were you? God, I like the. <laughs> oh, that's just good. And wow. look at me! Don't I look like a tramp? Yeah! Wow! Wow! And did your mom know about this? Uh, or is she's is she? She's not the one that her. gave it to you. Uh, yeah, she's like, I have a great name for your girl group: licentious. <laughs> What do you think? Huh? It means trampy. It means to be a <laughs> Oh my god, I'm just so happy to see your face right now. This Why is haven't so we much done better. this before? I mean, come it on. Takes, it takes a second. Who's zooming who? You know? And because I'm psychotic with looks, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't wanted to be seen by anybody. Like I've been drinking and eating like I'm never gonna be seen from the neck down ever again. Interesting. I know. Which is why I wore a white shirt today, just to really, like, blow it out. Blow it out. <laughs> That's yeah. nice. Um, yeah, so so there you go. I thought I'd tell you about licentious. Uh, do you have a shut-in shout-out for the day? You know what? I have I have a few. So <gasps> here... I'll get comfortable. Okay. Unfortunately, they're from corporations. But That's um, it's, it's a shout-out nonetheless. It's more like the people that work there. So we have a Starbucks in our block. We have probably 12 of them. But the one that's open is across the street. And you can't really go in. But whether you are buying coffee or not, these people are open. They say hello to everybody that walks by. And just to like, just to like spread like good cheer, it's kind of amazing because it'll totally turn your day around. Um, it's a Starbucks on 49th Street between 8th and 9th. Oh, I along know with it the will. People yeah, and the people at Trader Joe's who every time I go could not be nicer Aww. no matter how difficult the day is and how beautiful it is or how rainy it is outside. They're downstairs doing the checkout and they ask you how your day is. They talk about They just lift you up. It's kind of amazing. These people 
have been doing this for, you know, since, since, you know, they were allowed to, you know, open up and, and do it. And it's kind of amazing because it does actually change your mood and your perspective of the day. So I appreciate that. And that is my shut in shout out. I'm getting nervous that this quarantine is making you kind. Hmm. And loving. And I don't know soft, about that. Soft. If it's any consolation, I did cut the cable on the elevator in our building. <laughs> okay. Well, that balances things out. And that makes me feel a little bit better. A lot. Good. Good, 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 good. Wow, that's, those are good, nice shut-in shout-outs. Look at you. I also would like to second Trader Joe's and their plantain chips. So a shout-out oh. specifically to the plantain chips, of which <laughs> I have eaten 10 bags. And I justify oh, okay. it because technically it's keto, but it's fried keto. Um, sure. Yeah. My shut-in shout-out this week is very special to my heart. Um, this one goes out to my brother-in-law, Brad Zybel, who, when asked to make a very specific clock for us, not only came through, but went above and beyond and made this thing so amazing. And I don't know if you've seen this picture on Instagram or at least go and see. Here's the live version of it. Are you, you're not ready. You're not ready. He found a piece of wood. He found a piece of wood in his backyard and he carved it. He carved it and he figured out how to like silk screen. Look at this magnificent oh. masterpiece. Can you see it? Wow. That is a Jesus. Wow. That's Jesus looking at the clock right there. And of like course, he needs to know what time it is. It says, Jesus Christ, would you look at the time? <laughs> and if that's not comedy, I don't know what is. And it's like beautiful. It's heavy shit. <laughs> This is taking so all my upper found... body strength. Maybe I'll work out with this. Up and so down. He just, he just found it? He found a piece of wood in his bed. Well, not found. Like, he lives right by the woods. He's a woodsy guy. Like he's, jo- like he's, like he's Joseph Smith. He just found it, like the, the plates in yeah, Book of Mormon. Yeah, but instead of the Book of Mormon, he's making wacky clocks for us. I said he needs to open up his own Etsy store called Ironic Clocks or um, Clock Knockers. <laughs> or, you know, we can sure. think of a million puns and we can add it to our pun yeah. list. If anybody, here you go. We're going to put it out there for the six people who are viewing us right now. If you have any good pun names for Brad Zybel's new uh, side hustle, whether he likes it or not, making ironic clocks like this one right here. Heavy as shit. Would you look at the time. Come, you know, give your suggestions here in the sidebar in the commentary. Uh, we'll also be asking you for advice questions later because, oh, see, there we go. We have some. I buy oh. one. We just redid our kitchen to look like the seventies. Well, hit me up, Katrina. Send me a DM, and I'll I'll hook it. I'll hook it all up. Let them know. You can we like we do. we requested this really specifically, and all of a sudden he we just said, oh, we'd love a clock like this, and he delivered it within a week. It's insane. Why did you, where, where is this going in your house? Is it going in the tiki it's bar? It's going in the tiki, tiki bar. Tiki lunch? Oh, it already has a spot. A perfect oh. corner to itself because a clock of this magnitude needs to be, be highlighted in a room. It needs to be revered because it has Jesus. Sure. It reminds me of, um, I, I've always thought about doing my own travel show called Everywhere You Never Wanted to Go. And it highlights all the crappiest places in America. Can I go with you? Well, Patty, this is our show. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe this is what we do, and we go to 
select the shitty places. Well, there's a place in Pennsylvania, because Jesus, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, Lancaster. But there's a place called, um, oh, something America, right? It's, It's an entire miniature, it's world's largest miniature town, basically. And you go there yeah, and you see I'm all there. the little miniatures. We're in. So I've been to it. I'm there. And for some reason, they have a picture of Jesus on the wall. But he's small and he's not centered. Like they never put him properly, which would drive you and your OCD crazy, but they never put him properly on the wall. And at noon every day, the lights dim to half. A pin spot goes up on the picture of Jesus and they, they play God Bless America. Why at noon? I don't know. Did, I don't, do you need to even ask that question? <laughs> is it like is it like the Flintstones where it's like five o'clock and it's quitting time and yeah, but it's praying time. The, Maybe they okay. know something about the time of Jesus that we don't. Have you been to the the uh, the miniatures at the Art Institute in Chicago? Did you ever go there? No. There's like a whole. My friend Betsy would know this because she takes me to the Art Institute and she knows it better than I do. But there's like this this entire um, room of miniatures that like I don't know how Betsy you're gonna have to. Is Betsy tell me. on? Betsy calling. If Betsy, Betsy, you're on. Let us know. Um, it's incredible. It's incredible. Maybe you can. Maybe you can Google it right now. I don't know, Aaron. I don't, I don't know either. Know. I've got too many pieces going right now. I've got screens okay, okay. upon screens upon screens. And okay, frankly, okay, okay, okay. Okay, all right. Here's the reason that people are here. We, if you are just watching for the first time ever or hearing us for the first time ever, we are a comedy advice podcast. We take a look back at ye old write-in advice columns from days of yore written by women with high hair, high cheekbones, and we uh, we break them down. We talk about them, and basically we jibber jabber to each other like schmucks. But we have see- we are Correct. currently seeing each other physically for the first time in two months. And my God, you are hideous. You're just disgusting. Oh, thank you. Yeah, everything I, I remembered. I yes. Thank you. Um, Thank and this you. is the last day of these roots because I just got some Madison Reed delivered. So hopefully by the next time we do this, Christ, I, I don't know. It'll probably be pink at that point. I, want I don't know what hair. Madison Reed is, but she's, do it. She's hair delivery and she does a lot of advertising on podcasts. So if you're listening, Madison oh. Reed, I'm trying out your hair color. Now I have to like it. Well, I think you should try out the pink hair because now is the perfect time because you don't have any other obligations. <laughs> You're saying I'm unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. God. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. This week, so every week we have a theme, something different for you guys to enjoy, something specific so we can go out into the stratosphere looking for articles to fit <clears throat> said assignment but this week every now and then we switch it up because sometimes we find articles that don't fit with any theme that we establish and they're wacky and they need to be heard so um uh, this week we're doing grab bag baby it's all about a grab that's correct that's right that's right gotta mix it up excuse me while i sip out of the oh it says go scratch on one side and it's got our logo on the other baby and a lot of lipstick. And a lot of lipstick. Absolutely. But this is MAC. It doesn't come off easily. I need like a chisel at the end of the day. Then what's happening on that mug? Unless you just don't wash that mug. That's from the last time I used it. Got it. Got it. Got, got it. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Grab bag me. I can't wait to hear. All right. Well, this is from... Oh, God. I don't know why I picked this because I never can pronounce it. <laughs> Chillicote Gazette. No, you. Were, that was good. Chillicothe, Ohio. Okay. 
December 5th, 1969. Twas a Friday. Twas. Twas. Dear Abby, I'm sure you get a lot of letters from kooks, and this is one that will probably go into that pile, but believe me, this inquiry is sincere. My husband is a large man and noticeably overweight. He's particularly flabby in the region of his chest. Oh. To <laughs> get to the point, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the point, Abby, he could use a brassiere. Is there a place where they sell brassieres for men? I'm not going to mention this to, to him until I can find one. He is aware of this problem. He's not an unreasonable man, and I think if I brought one home, he just might wear it. Please don't use my name or town as my husband is the mayor. Thank you. <laughs> Sign. <laughs> Sign. Mrs. Blank from Blank. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have been sitting on this article for a long time, and I am so proud that you've whipped it out for this live stream. <laughs> My, oh, husband God. Is the, my husband's the mayor and he needs a bra. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to start? Dear Mrs. Blank. Sorry, but I'm <laughs> sorry, but I'm blue in the face from looking in the yellow pages and I can't find a shop which sells ladies lingerie for gentlemen. Buy a large brassiere in a woman's shop and if his honor doesn't fit, alter it to fit him. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, <laughs> that face. Buy a bra <laughs> for the mayor. If it doesn't fit, you alter it. She has to go so out me, and buy her husband a bra for a woman. Right. So she would have to go to a store and then say, oh, Mrs. Whatever, good to see you. Oh, is this what you'd like? And then she says, no, I'd like something gigantic. Oh, for who? Oh, just a friend. What? Like it gets into like another like Jenny Jones type yes. of scenario. Where it's it, like, oh, is that your sister? No. Like the more the more she says no, like the, she's not playing well with the game. It's the lie that opens up the lie that opens up the other lie. Right. Right. No. And so she's like, she's like, well, just between you and I, just between you and I, Henry, <laughs> the mayor, has huge boobs. Like, I won't tell anybody. And then she's like, you know. Now, did was he did he send her out looking for it? Being like, my man tatties cannot, I can't handle this. And I am a man who is out in the public all the time, shaking hands, kissing babies. I can't have these boobs getting in the way. Well, I'm going to go with what she said, which was she's going to present it to him. And when she wakes up from that coma after he punches the shit out of her. <laughs> She'll walk in. She was like, you know what? It didn't fit. No, I just, I walked into both my cabinets at the same time. I was <laughs> I cleaning and I just didn't. I didn't even catch that. So she's just going to like slip it in or slip it on when he's unconscious. Yeah. Oh, wow. That you is... know, I worked at a funeral home when we had, um, we put on a, uh, a brassiere to a large woman. And what we ended up doing was because it, you couldn't. <laughs> we just kind of loosely tucked it in. Like also her dress, like they cut up the dress and they folded it. But like when you're putting a bra on a dead body. Uh -huh. Do you well, always Because do when you... she's so she's 
So you're dead, right? And you're just laying. So then all of a sudden everything goes over here. So if you're like Mama Celeste, <laughs> you got to keep it. <laughs> her you tits look amazing in, in her armpits. Armpits. <laughs> so that's why you have to like push. I'm assuming. I don't know. I've only I only did it once. No, I think you're entirely right. And as somebody who's like a negative A cup, I really can't speak to this situation. That's right. So wait, when you they're put- like, do <laughs> your mortician would be like, do we, do we? Do we use the the wood filler? I don't know. Do we build it up or do we do we excavate? I'm unclear what happened. My mortician's going to be like, her? what a poor little boy to die so young. What a shame. <laughs> Wait, so... That boy has long hair. What is this? <laughs> this hippie Little boy. Lord Fauntleroy? <laughs> Does that boy have roots? <laughs> Didn't that boy stick a thumb in a pie? That boy has a vagina. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not touching it. I Let's fill that in with that the thing. wood glue. <laughs> We're going to need more sawdust over here. <laughs> I have so many questions about you working in that sure. place. So when, when you got, when you had to put a bra on a dead body, did you always clasp it at the back? Well, again, I only did, I was only, that wasn't my job. I just happened to be there in the room, when. When they used the large I, I, wood. Right. Okay, because so they called in like the, the, the big guns to come in and help. I believe so. I think we did, I we had to, I don't remember how that happened. Well, at one point, like the phone system, the embalmer couldn't pick up the phone or I didn't know how to like uh, use the phone, the intercom system to tell him that, you know, someone was calling for him. So you'd walk in and it'd be like, he'd be like in the middle of the full embalming. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> God, how long did you work yeah. there? Oh, I think it was just like uh, it was briefly. I just did data entry, so oh, um, and so but data entry and bra adjustments. You're so much I did more. A lot. Yeah, you're more than a numbers just, guy. Just foreshadowing of what I do now, which is a <laughs> collection of random, random things. Which is getting some woman's boobs in her bra. How is that any different what than do. what you do? It's really not that different. Well, it's funny that honest. you the, look. I'm gonna piggyback on this because my one of my articles has a similar kind of theme, but uh, for for the female side of things. So get ready for this. And hey, Lancaster, right. Pennsylvania, if you're still listening, this is from the Sunday News of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, October twentieth, nineteen sixty eight. So give me a shout out if you're still in the room. The title of this is. He has a weighty problem. Weighty. Mm-hmm. Got it. I got it. I got it. Dear Ann Landers, I'm going to be married to a wonderful girl in a few weeks. I am ashamed to ask anyone this question, and I must have an answer. I plan to carry Maxine over the threshold. Should I carry her through head first or feet first? You might think this is a dumb question, but Maxine outweighs me by at least 35 pounds. And since people have asked you just about every question under the sun, I'm sure you can come up with the right answer. Thanks, signed Maxine's Guy. Just so you know, all I'm thinking about is um, last chance with Mary Jane. Oh, I didn't think you were going to say that. I was going to say Maxine from the greeting cards. Who's that? That that like greeting card lady who who basically looks like <laughs> me in like two years, you know, the old, with the glasses. The old woman with the, yeah, yeah, she was always like, "Men are like toilet paper." 
disposable and I wipe my ass with them. You know, like she, she's she's my future. And by my future, I mean when we get out of this this pandemic. In a week. I'm yeah. telling you, I look like Indian corn. Oh, here's the answer to my thing first. All right. This comes from Ann Landers. This is the answer to Maxine's guy. Dear guy, this is one I have never had before, but I'll do my best. I say carry Maxine head first or you might crack a skull. I assume, of course, that you are sure you can pick her up. If you've never done it, I recommend a dress rehearsal before the wedding night. Ann! Did Jim pick you up? Uh... No, because I couldn't. We couldn't even pick up our own body weight at the end of a, a wedding. I have never been so like tired down to my bones. Were you exhausted at the? Because you just had a wedding anniversary yeah. like yesterday, right? Correct. Correct. Happy correct. anniversary from Thank Deer you. Pod. There you go. Happy anniversary. What'd you do to celebrate? Thanks. Look at each other in the same room we've been looking at each other in for the past three months. Pretty much. Did you do anything? We, um, we went to where we got married in Central Park and um, cried, uh, cried, and then we uh, went to Trader Joe's to celebrate. Oh my! And God. then we came home and then we came home and made dinner because there's really nothing you can do in a pandemic, especially when you're not drinking. So that's what we did. Wow, that is major. Congratulations. Pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was my reaction to you. That's okay. Oh, that's fine. No, I just thought you farted. No, 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 it's fine. Never no, 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 it's good. <laughs> I have a story for you. Oh, for that one, I shouldn't tell it on air, but we're here. Oh, okay. I know, I will, I will, I will. <laughs> I can't, I can't. It's good. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Wait, so yeah. um, people lifting people. No, we never got into that. And frankly, I don't think the Holiday Inn would have appreciated the scene because everybody goes to a hotel room at the end of their weddings and the weighted door would definitely give me a concussion. Oh, I thought Jim had to raise you and use you as the skeleton key to open up the door <laughs> to the room. No, I just threw, I, I actually it was the other way around and I put him on my back in like a fireman's carry and then just clonked him on the other side. <laughs> really? I'm collecting the health insurance, <laughs> life insurance, any insurance. Oh, look at Joey chimed in. Hello, Joey. <gasps> Hi, Joey. Wish I could stay tuned in. But oh, his did you just see him uh, cross promote himself on this podcast? I did. I did. He just oh. says his own series ki- series kicks go. off today at two p.m. You're late. Oh well, it's two forty-five. Well, it's two forty-three. Yeah. I, yeah. So somebody. So I don't really know what's happening. Needs to get on his shit. Mm-hmm. But I love you anyway. Did you just forget to press send? Uh, anyway. Oh, you know it. Look at he's he's proud. He's a slacker and he's proud. But we love you, Son Joey Abramovich. If you go over to to follow him on the Fulton Theater, he has his own little special special broadcast going on. It's like coffee with with celebs. I don't know what it is, but yes, yes, I'll do it, Joey. You don't need to ask me. I'm available. Hmm. Um, yeah. So so okay. What what's your next article? I'm looking oh, at my, all my go. goods. Yes. This is from the Newport Daily News, Newport, Rhode Island, August 19th, 1974. Mm. Dear Abby, I just read the letter from the man who likes to wear ladies lingerie and claims to be all man. My husband was one of those. He served with the Marines during which time he was sexually involved with an ex-Green Beret. I finally had a private detective 
get pictures of the two of them together, which was all the evidence I needed. His boyfriend was the father of four, and I was pregnant with my fifth at the time. We are divorced now, and nobody can understand why I left a handsome, six-foot, 210-pound, masculine-looking man who was, quote-unquote, good to me and the kids and had a pleasant, easygoing personality. Abby, please warn other women that men who like to wear women's lingerie are not all men, like they say. I don't care if they're ex-Marines, ex-policemen, or Olympic champions, Bruce Jenner. Don't use my name. My children don't know about their father. Sign me. Been there. Is, Dear he, been there. is he the mayor? <laughs> he might be the mayor. And he's the mayor. <laughs> and my husband's the mayor. And he doesn't fit in a double D cup. <laughs> dear Ben. Or dear Ben. But dear Ben. Men who get their kicks from dressing in women's attire are transvestites. Some are bisexual. Some are homosexual. And some, strangely enough, are strictly heterosexual. And unless a woman can go along with it, which it takes a very understanding woman, these men are not for marrying. <gasps> Abby. Ooh. Girl. Girl, 70s girl. That was she the 70s. Is, she's now one of those wives on Maury Povich, let me tell you. Nope, nope. Not happening. Look, this is very um, Casa Valentina again. I um I didn't know if I wanted to read this one, but you're I going with the man in lingerie theme this week. I get I guess I, I guess I do have a theme. I mean, it, a grab bag is the theme, but apparently these are the ones that you have categories. You have folders within folders of your grab bag options. True, true, true. I'm Inception, wow. yeah. And the seventies too. So it's I, she's probably more offended of the fact that like he looks better in a maxi dress than she does because not many chicks can pull off a maxi dress. Well, I think what she was more offended was that she's probably that he was probably fucking another man. But that yeah, and then maybe like the lingerie. Would you really think that he was gay? I didn't get that. Let me let me go back to the file here. Oh jeez, what did I miss again? You he know what? was this sexually involved. Sorry. He was sexually involved with an ex green beret. And huh? she has pictures to prove it, and he was a father of four. Wait. That's I, what I said. That's what I said. Uh, you see what happens? I got distracted because there's somebody in our waiting room <laughs> of our of our stream yard. Who? That that um I'm sorry I got distracted. You'll it's all a surprise. There's somebody in our waiting room right now who we're going to be whipping out. Is it out. Gail? Is so it I Gail? That Is part. it from Don't, I, maybe, the, maybe Gail will have Gail someday if she, if she agrees okay. to be on the podcast after this. Uh, okay. But I don't well, hear Well, she you. should. I mean, it's podcast is two people listening to each other and talking, but all I hear was... Mm, mm, so okay. he's, he's gay. Mm. Yeah, he's gay. He's a gay. He's a gay green beret. well um would you like to add anything to that be that as you're gay and you're wearing green right correct and i'm wearing ladies underwear but that's not the point that's what i'm trying to get at with this episode i feel like you're trying to tell me something and do you need me to clasp your bra in the back after you die for sure i do do you remember (laughs) way back when 
um, I believe it was the early 2000s, where everyone was wearing, at least every guy I knew, was wearing diesel jeans, which are like $9,000 a pair. Yep. And every time you went in, the jeans were like lower. And lo- Remember like when girls wore like the vagina jeans, where oh. like the, the clasp was above like her pubic vagina? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And then like her shirt was like shrunken, like just to write. So you could just see like the bottom of her boobs. It's my biggest nightmare. Yes. Right. So then the guy's jeans got tighter and tighter and then lower and lower, which was ridiculous because once you sat down, it was a huge, you could just drop like quarters down your ass, you know? <laughs> it's anyway. like that Jimmy Fund thing that was always in the middle of the malls where you'd put the coin in and you'd watch it do this <laughs> until it went yep. down the funnel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the funnel was your ass. <laughs> so you had a lot of change in your ass. And especially after college, God help you. How much change did I have in there? That could have paid for a semester of tuition. I mean, the amount of money that I threw at diesel for jeans that I don't even own a single pair of diesel jeans anymore. But I remember like, I'm like, do you have a smaller size? This is when I was like struggling with like coming out and I was just losing a lot of weight. They're like, well, you could try on women. They're like, guys do it all the time. I'm like, they do? They're like, uh-huh. So I was like, I just, I, I just don't feel right. They're like, it's just in the, it's just on the other side of the store. It doesn't like they're, ma- they're made the same way. I'm like, I don't, I really don't, I, I don't think so. I'm like, all right. So I tried it on. I'm like, you know what? No, I can't, <laughs> I can't, Wait, I can't, I can't even believe I tried them on. But I mean, that's like, first of all, skinny jeans basically are that now. Like, have right, you ever except put now on? They have like a normal, they have a normal size waist. Okay. At least for men. Well, I mean, and also there's the hip factor for women. But there was a, a horrible, horrible period in American history where hips were being built into pants, women's pants. Like what? They were they were outing the seam a little bit, like a seam allowance as if to say, we know your hips can fit in this. And as somebody who is built like a 13-year-old boy, when I put them on, I, they were like MC Hammer pants. They'd catch the wind when you'd walk. But the hips were built into the pants. So that's what I was wondering if that affected you in a diesel jean way. No. <laughs> there were no hips in a diesel jean. By the way, that low cut, like your jeans go down to your pubic bone and your shirt starts like somewhere mid, mid-rib, Talk about the area of every, I don't care if you are snatched, it, you feel like exposed in a way like you're a busted can of biscuits. You know, when you go to open up the biscuit, yeah. it's like, like that's yep. what it yep. feels like, that area. So yeah. I'm glad that, that high-waisteds are coming back. Oh, I have one more Wait. article before we go to the next to the next segment. We're moving right along today. Um, oh, okay. Speaking of asses and people dropping coins in asses and just a general ass theme in general, here is an article from the Globe Gazette in Mason City, Iowa, September 26, 1989. The, the title of this, this is actually probably you. Bottomless and Bothered. True. That tracks. That tracks. All right. Dear Ann Landers, everyone says I have a good figure. I'm 32 years old, 5 foot 4, and weigh 120 pounds. The front of me is fine, but I need some help in back. I have absolutely no fanny. My skirts do not fit right because of this problem, and I have one devil of a time getting my clothes altered. Someone said a while back that fannies were advertised in a magazine. 
They are regular panty girdles built up with rubber cheeks in the back. I'm told they are quite natural looking. Where can they be found? Signed, Erie, Pennsylvania, like the whole town of Erie. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Dear Erie, I saw Fanny's advertised a few years ago, too. Call the lingerie shops in your city and check with the department stores. Good luck, lovey. All's well that ends well. Anne, you and me are on the same wavelength, whether we like it or not. It's all about asses and lingerie this week. So she's five foot four. She's 120 pounds. Yes, but she's been told she has a good figure. She just got no ass. Uh huh. So here's so we're we're watching Jennifer Lopez in um, Hustlers last night. Uh huh. Marcus is saying, you know, she's a beautiful woman, blah blah blah, and I'm like, that's wonderful, but you know, half of what is on her right now doesn't belong to her. So agreed. Right. So I was like, I don't understand as you know, as a homosexual, if I were to date someone or have make love to someone Ew. like Jennifer Lopez, who has all that stuff on, by the time you get done taking off all of her clothes, like half of that shit is gone. And then you realize her body's three different colors because of the airbrushing of, you know, the, her tanning, whatever. And like, and then all the makeup is off. You're just kind of, you're like, a, you're like on a painter's smock then because it's like, what the, f- like, what is happening? I don't understand. How is that even enjoyable? Well, first of all, this goes back to the men in black argument, the Diane Keaton men in black argument, where when you go to sleep with Jennifer Lopez and you take off all her clothes, she's just that little alien in the shell of a body is the theory. Uh, And I'm but like that's been built into her ass. That's not part of her outfit. Like she went to Raymore and Flanagan and said, put the cushions in in my skin so it's under there it's built in it's like the kardashians that's not real you don't you're not born looking like you're you're anime correct you know but you're correct you are correct and remember the nike airs where you could pump them up i'm pretty sure pump it up now pump Pump it. it make it big now pump it yeah pump it up that's their ass so they there's if you look closely in any picture i'm sure you can find a valve that's oh, I'm like sure. An in input point, so you can just go. Well, momager, momager, Chris is behind him, just doing like this pumping, like, <laughs> like a bike pump. No, just it'll fit. It'll fit. It'll fit. Yeah, like the hips are built into the jeans. We have to fit the jeans. Let her out. <laughs> let her out. They deflate Kim Kardashian before she goes to bed every night, and then she's just that guy in Beetlejuice, who was that that guy who got run the over by a truck. Head. No, the flat no. guy who's like, I'm feeling a little flat. Coming through. Coming through. <laughs> yeah, that's not real. I mean, it, you can get fake ass now. You can, um, Could you imagine if I got a fake ass? Like if, if no. after three months of seeing each other, I was like, well, elective surgeries are back on. and I got a fake ass during this time. Thank God I got the surgery done now. Of all the things I've never wanted to, to add ass to my ass, but I, I do have a I do have cheeks, so I guess you know if you got a well, flat you ass. Do know, <clears throat> they do sell men's underwear that are padded. Oh, they sell women's underwear that are too. But at a certain but point, it, it's false advertising if you go to hook up with somebody and you have to take your ass off. Like you literally have their ass in your hand. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
<laughs> Treat it well, my ass is in your hands. <laughs> um, well, look, it's um, it's three o'clock right now, and like I said, we have a very, very special guest that is in our waiting room that you can't see. So, um, true, true. I'm not letting you see until the moment that we connect, because guess what? Let me see. Let me see. We're coordinating. Have we got it? Have we got the good stuff? Give it a ring. A ring-a-ding-ding. It's time. It's time for the Moth Report. Yeah. You can't hear me? Hold on. Uh-oh, here we go. Hello? Hello, how are you? Okay, I'm getting two voices, two of you. Turn the one volume Aaron down. Two Aaron's. How do I get rid of one of you? Turn the volume down on your iPad. On what? Oh, that's the one thing I can hear. Hold on, I'll do it. Okay, there you go. Where, where is it? Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> this disaster. Are you there? I am here. <laughs> Patty, are you here? Wait a minute. I am. There are bugs out here. Well, then oh, what are you doing outside? Uh, I, I thought I'd put you outside so you could see my flowers. Oh. <laughs> my Aren't they pretty? Right. We can't... Wait a minute. The best Wait. part is her mouth is on a delay, can, can so this hear? just makes it totally worth it. <laughs> okay, can you hear me? Are, is, okay, are you that on the phone? That's much better. Okay, there you go. Okay, that's better. Okay. 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 <laughs> Why? I, I can't mean... I can only get half my head, but you'll have to take it. <laughs> um, did you know that today is ginger hair day <gasps> good because ginger i just got hair my day. hair color from madison reed so i'm doing it tonight to fix this the non-ginger look at the color of my hair in the sunshine <laughs> oh i look like a redhead There's, oh my god is is the volume all the way down on your ipad yeah okay all right it, it sounds a little bit better now you're a little bit choppy. I think it's because you're outside and you're not near. Oh, your... do you want me to go inside? Well, I... You, I think maybe be a little bit closer to your Wi-Fi. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm walking. Might, you might be compromising. <laughs> you're compromising for the sake of your resilience. Yeah, open the door. Open the door quick. Open the door. Let me in. Open me in. Open up. Okay. I'm going in. I'm going in. Okay. Okay. I'm back inside. Oh, there we go. Where we I have belong. a little bit. I haven't put my. I haven't used makeup in like three months. I scare people when I leave the house now. That's how bad it is. And when I got to the mirror today, I said, she's putting me on the air. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I had big plans for a nap this afternoon, you know. <laughs> but those sunglasses. But you know what I had to do? I had to send your father over to Lorraine because she started walking over. And she was going to get in on it. She thought this was like, she was just coming over to be neighborly. And I was. I was going to have to tell her to go away. So I brought your father out for security. So he had to go intercept her because she was heading right for me. Now, Lorraine is, is so the exciting. next door neighbor who is obsessed with her lawn. Lorraine is yes. abnormally oh. obsessed with her lawn. You should know this, yes, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, we got comments and, um, coming in on the side here. Where, where people oh, are very excited. Um, oh, maybe she's gun. obsessed because someone's buried in it. Ooh. <laughs> Her well, husband I, I did lend die. Your father to her all the time. Practical she, magic. Uh, mm -hmm. She needs uh, she needs help with her shrubbery. 
So I sent him over there whenever she needs to. Today she needed to have her forsythia trimmed. So I sent him over yeah, with his little <laughs> <laughs> Is that what she's calling it? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he was oh, over there for I mean, The suburbs are kinky. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually seeing you people. That, Caddy, you look so good in those glasses. You look very intellectual. She yeah, has such a um, thing for you. I, well, he's just cute. You Patty, know? can Any you go over? Any mother would feel the same way. Can you go to my mother's house and trim her forsythia? <laughs> Shut up. It's been a while. <laughs> Are so you a I green was beret? Outside. I was outside because I figured you'd want a weather report, which was quite nice. It's, you, it's probably just as nice down there. It's beautiful today. It's like in the 80s. Ooh. And, uh, Are you wearing shorts? Everything's blooming. Are you what? wearing Daisy Dukes? Are you wearing your cutoffs? <laughs> well, they're not Daisy Dukes, but kind of, yeah. <laughs> just below the knee. I cut them down to about, I just cut them to below the knee. I don't want to scare people away, you know? <laughs> we got one question for you over here. Have you gone in the water yet so far this summer? Well, summer. Uh, not here. me. Okay, uh, you're being a wuss. Has. <laughs> because the kids were up over the weekend, and I wanted him to go in with them, so I said, Go in the water. And it was like, you know, it's just pretty much melted snow at this point. So it was pretty cold. So, uh, yeah, he he, uh, he wasn't, he was, actually, he was very good natured about it. Well, so, good. Patty, are you taking notes this on this? <laughs> just writing notes. Um, well, I just want you to know that somebody in the comments says, it's so nice to see her. She's so sweet. They can't be oh. talking about my mother, right? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's no, nice. Not a thank lick. you. Well, thank you, Katrina. And thank you for the moth report this week. This is You're very welcome. exciting. This is our first it's been try. Very, very informative. Very informative. Yeah. Very oh. good. Oh. Jim, wherever you are. We oh. keep him in a box under the stairs. We don't okay. see him. All right, then. It's pure trouble. All right. <laughs> well, we thank you very much for joining okay. this moth report. And um, we will see you again next week. And, and I just hey, have to Maverick, figure out how to turn it off now. So. I got you. Oh. I'll take care I'll, of we'll all of that. We'll figure everything. Bye. 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 Look at the power. Look at the power. What? <laughs> <laughs> she was over there for a long time. Oh, God. Oh, that's just good stuff. So the Moth Report, that was the Moth Report. We're trying all sorts of fun new things this week. If you have any questions for my mother, leave them. Oh, I come from Indonesia. Can you speak Indonesian? Is that a request? Um, do you have any Indonesian? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I'm going to learn one Indonesian word next week, and I will. I will learn that one word. And I'm just going to keep using it over and over again with different inflections. Sure. Thank you. Katsup manis. Katsup. Did you call me? <laughs> Katsup. Ketchup. Ketchup manis. Ketchup. Okay, there you go. Um, Denier mm. from Indonesia. Katsup manis. That's all. It means all right. ketchup. Can you see the commentary? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Katsup manir. That's all I... I... <laughs> this is... That's a really oh specific God. request. That is, I, it right. says, I don't understand what you guys are talking about. What can speak Indonesian? I, we, you know what? You know what's in there? We don't understand each other. <laughs> exactly. So, we can barely speak English, but yeah, we're, we're shiny. We're something shiny to look at. 
Wow, that was a fun moth report, I have to say. Oh um, so now is the point. I'm, what I'm going to do over here, I'm going to start um, a little Instagram live stream. <clears throat> this is when okay. things get real, okay? I'm going to do a little live mm. over here. You can watch the real it. World. You can see. You can join. Hello, mm. uh, Instawebs and uh, and uh, all that rot. So over here, I have a live stream happening on the Facebook with uh, StreamYard, and I have my live stream happening over here on Instagram, and we are currently live streaming. If you are just joining us now, we are live streaming the Dear Pod Comedy Advice Podcast. Now, part of this is that we get advice questions from the listening audience. And Scott Barnhart, I see you over there, so you better ask me a question, damn it. If you need advice on any stupid thing, I invite you now. Oh, Denier says, I love you. You know, for somebody who uh, oh. can't, who only speaks Indonesian, he writes beautiful English. And- <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so um, if you wow. have any questions about Katsap Manir or... Katsap Manis. Oh, see, this is why. This is why I don't speak Indonesian. I don't even, I almost just said Indonesian. That's the reason. Yeah. I would like your advice on how to get someone to get the hint that I don't want to talk to them. This is a question from Nancy over there on the sidebar. I would like your advice on how to get someone to get the hint that I don't want to talk to them. Now, you opened your mouth. Have chili. Chili. You have chili for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you release it probably for the remainder of the day, if you're anything like myself. And that pretty much takes care of it without saying a word. It's like, what's the exclamation? Exclamation without saying a word. Do you remember that? So silent and painful is what you're saying. Silent, deadly, lethal. Yeah. Yeah. That is, so if you can attack with a stink, then you don't really offend anybody with your words. Yeah, like a stink bomb. You know what you are? You're like a modern day Gandhi. Nonviolent resistance. Yeah. Are you <laughs> reading? Dear is back. Denier, you're my favorite person ever. Oh my God, I don't understand what you're talking about, but I really like your conversation. Well, guess what? Our conversation oh. likes you, Denier. I have to say, this must be like the this must be like the equivalent of um, someone at a convalescent home. Like I don't know what they're saying, <laughs> but I'm so glad you're here, Timmy. It's Tommy. What? We have a question over here from Scotty Barnhart, but I'm going to answer the the Nancy question, which is, I would like your advice on how to get someone to get the hint that you don't want to talk to them. Now, your answer was chilly. Simple and to the point. Um, my answer is always to pretend that somebody's calling on your phone always. And, and the worst part is like your screen lights up. There's always a tell, but if I'm talking to somebody, I'm always like, Oh my God, I have to take this thing with this. Like there's some days I don't even have a phone on me, but I just grab my ass. Like if my phone is back there. So I, I like you better the phone not have that phone out. on hand. What are you talking about? My phone's strapped up here right now. So I can't run anywhere. I like the fake out, you know, what? And that way I don't have I'm to saying... eat chili because I'm not, I don't digest beans. Not many people do. I oh. don't either. I just made a huge pot of it and yet it doesn't work. I can't eat it. You can't. It's too much. My Jules no. has been making an abnormal amount of chili in quarantine, which first of all, oh. why would you do that to another human being? We're going to be in a small you... space together for the next three months. I know what I want every damn day. Chili. This is like, the, it, I feel like this is the beginning of like that 
um, John, what's his name? Oh, God. I, that John Tossel reporting is like, and then he made a second pot of chili. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Do you know, like that? It's like on Dateline or something. And then the way that he tells the story is very dramatic. He's got like a diamond earring in his ear and all that. Do you not know what I'm talking about? But damn it, if I'm not looking it up after this, <laughs> you've given me something new. Um, over here, the question that we're getting off from Instagram and from Scott Barnhart is, <clears throat> what is your favorite motivational quote and can you needlepoint it on a pillow? Now, Patty, he knows my issues. Scotty Barnhart knows my issues with inspirational quotes and my rage that revolve around that. Um, my favorite motivational quote, and I already have it needle pointed, but um, on a little, whatever you call it, like a little circle, whatever, little sure. needle point, whatever the hell that thing is. Uh, my favorite uh-huh. motivational quote is wipe yourself. Oh, okay. What's yours? Well, <clears throat> my favorite motivational quote is actually, in two parts. The first is hang in there, which would be the kitten hanging from the tree branch. Classic 80s in every office in the 80s. And then the other portion would be the just give up and it's just claw marks where the kitten was. (laughs) I know what t-shirts we're making. (laughs) Oh my God. I've never seen that. Is that really a thing? Yeah. That makes me blindly happy. It is. Oh, oh, we have my, so my, many my, new things my, coming. My least favorite thing is, I think we've already are in agreement with this based on our house hunters conversation, is when you walk in or tour someone's house and all over the place is just stenciling of live, laugh, love, coffee, kitchen, where they're just naming the rooms that we already know that where we are as if we don't, unless we're in like that Nicole Kidman movie where she, you know, has been in a coma for like six years or whatever mm-hmm. and every day's a new day yeah and needs to know where she is or the, the calls <laughs> to action like relax right. breathe right. yeah laugh no. yeah no. anything that labels that. or anything that tells you what to do feel think if i made it out of bed i probably can do anything my pillows are telling me to do yes that's how i that's how i feel stop letting or push like coffee now Coffee. Right. Stop letting cushion tell you what to do. You know? Your cushions are not Oprah or Ivanya Van Zandt. So, or Yanla. Yanla. I'm sorry. Or, you know, just put them in your pants if we've learned anything from more cushion for the pushing. Seems to be the Correct. theme this week. Correct. Is like pad your ass right. with, a, with an inspirational pillow. And that's the only good use for inspirational pillows is to pad your ass. That's all. They're just meant to be sat on. And uh, <laughs> this, okay, we've got some just coming in on the sidebar, which makes me so happy. Demir, you're my favorite person. Even tomorrow I will take an English course. He says, you don't, you're not going wow. to, by all means, take an English course. You can't learn a goddamn thing from us. It's going to be. No. No. There's nothing that you can learn here. I'm dizzy about what you're talking about is what he says. You know what? This is our pull quote for the podcast. I'm dizzy about what you're talking about. Yeah. Dizzy. Keith Morrison. Is that who you were talking about? Who does those broadcasts? Keith Morrison. 
Oh, is that is that for me? Is the guy who does that? Is that Keith Morrison? Let me Google, please. You don't know this person. That is horrifying. That's Keith Morrison. Yeah, he's oh, the one no. that always is like, you don't know this. You don't know. You don't know. No, I've never that. He looks like the crypt keeper. I thought that, that Keith Morrison was younger than that. No, he's old. Like he's he always has like that. Like no matter who he's interviewing. He always has that, like, kind of like, I don't trust a single word that you're saying. But it's almost like sing-songy, kind of how, like, Dolly Parton delivers her lines and, like, yeah. straight talk. Like, it's kind very of, rehearsed. Like, everything, it's rehearsed. It's kind of like a limerick. It's a little bit of, like, condes- <laughs> total condescension. Yeah. I, I like that he's he's serious and he's condescending, but he's saying, there once was a girl from Nantucket? Hmm. Everything has a question mark at the end of it? Right. Yeah. Um, and then, and, yeah. Go ahead. Well, Go ahead. Oh, let's see. We have, okay. Um, what is lean on comp? We have a couple different questions coming in. Um, what would be the best gift to give someone during this quarantine? Well, I'll tell you what, what I know for, for the best gift in quarantine, aside from not chili, anything but chili and kale. Um, the best gift to give somebody in quarantine is a Jesus clock from my brother-in-law. He'll find a piece of wood in his backyard and it'll say, Jesus Christ, would you look at the time? I think this this and some quarantine muppines are great gifts to give to the good people in quarantine. You need to tell the time so that you can remember a day when we actually kept time, when time made a difference. I like that. Mm-hmm. I also think <clears throat> anything from Lancaster, perhaps, perhaps some... Something from the celery bar would, would be nice. Now, is the market, if Lancaster is still in the house anywhere, if anybody can tell me, is the market in Lancaster, Pennsylvania open right now? You know, that big central market. Can we get weird sweet celery is what I'm asking. <laughs> this is not right. This is not right. This is not right. Ladies and gentlemen of the pod. <laughs> what we are laughing about is the comments that are coming through by someone from Indonesia. <laughs> Who's my favorite person in the world? <laughs> I know the president of America. Oh, God, I'm sad because I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> How do they write English so well? I'm very confused. All right. Maybe he's like a good translator. I don't know. Oh, it's still in the red face, probably not. Um, over here on Instagram, we're we're recording our podcast live right now. If you have any advice questions that need answering, please send them over. We're answering advice questions right now on our podcast. And um, if anything else comes correct. in, then great. I'll give it a few more minutes, and then I'm going to share a specialty cocktail with both uh, Facebook and. The Instagrams. What do you say? Uh, hi, Braden Long. Hello. Yes. So, so uh, good gifts for quarantine. You say like have sh- something shipped. Oh, you know what? Space in Lancaster is up and running. Like they're they're working and they're creating more cool stuff that they are shipping. So that might be a good oh. thing. That's a good shout out for them. It's always. A well, good you know gift. what would be great? It's what space should be doing is what they did on the old Wheel of Fortune. When you'd like, they'd rotate the room and you're like, oh, 
I'll take the Dalmatian for two fifty, the collection of watercolors <laughs> in the wall for five hundred, and uh, the rugs of the Orient, and the rest will be on a gift certificate. Pat. I forgot Great, about enjoy. That. You can go shopping in their weird room. <laughs> it's like always like shit that you didn't want. It's like who who put that room? What? What claim there, there was not a gay man that did that. No, it was you know, always there was always was like, a ceramic dog, always, always, and it like went like crazy. It was yeah. like the first thing to go. Are you telling me that but I like, wouldn't get a ceramic dog for this room? That's not what I said. That's I should. Not what I said. That's why it's the first thing to go. That's why it's the first thing that everybody picks. They're like, I do need a ceramic dog. It was the 80s. What is happening? Wait, oh, wait, we have a question. A question. I haven't had sex in over a year. What the fuck do I do now? Is the question coming in over here above Denier, who's using an English language dictionary to, to translate you're this a, You're a quick learner. You're a quick learner. No kidding. you got to look up certain. I haven't look had up sex licentious. in over a year. What do I do now? Yes. Well, you can always go and find the... Um, the Bettable Boy Sheets, which has an imprint of a man on it, on the pillow and on the body. And you can make love to uh, the sheet. It's like, <laughs> that is, like some people do. You know what? Given the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic, that's probably the safest way to get, get uh, your yeah. freak on. Spray it with some uh, Old Spice or whatever, CK1 or however you like your gentleman. Or and, ladies. Um, right on top of it. Right. You know, you can put a banana probably where his crotch is and, just, you know, go to town. Get your protein in at the same time. Boy sheets. I do predict that because of this quarantine, a lot of dating apps will will be null and void at this point. Except for, you know, the only dating app that's going to survive this is going to be Christian Mingle. Because their, sure. their advertising is going to be, we've been telling you not to touch each other for years. Welcome to Christian Mingle. <laughs> Those are the only ones that are going to come out on top. And by on top, I mean very safe missionary position. Oh, it's... oh, okay. Or is coming in as a pansexual. I find this limited. They say, okay. So options. If you have not had sexy, sexy time in over a year, what WTF do I do now as a pansexual? Then that means, um, oh, we got things coming in over here. Um, okay. Oh, so if like the an, sheets like don't do it for you. I mean, then you should be able to have all sorts of options. Unfortunately, given this quarantine, you're limited no matter what you can do. I hope that you've got hands. And that is, those are going to be your best friends for the next, I don't know, six months to a year, whenever the, the vaccine comes out. Then once the vaccine is over. Get some vibrating over, balls. Get some vibrating ooh. balls and some Crisco and call it and I put, them, put on some Sade, better and Wall. No, I mean, Sade. <laughs> um... <laughs> I just thought you watching your reaction. You're like, ah. I'm so not good at reading and looking at a screen at the same time. But make sure you perform good hand hygiene, Carrie says. And that is a very good point. If you are going to be your own best friend and help yourself out during this quarantine, God damn it, be sure and sanitize after, but not before, because that will sting like a mother. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to Clorox your dildo and then put it inside you because that's that's going to be <laughs> it's just going to be, be dangerous. Now over here, Denier has already said, "Is it already? It's already night here. Is it night already over here 
at the rate we're going, the sun will probably be setting soon. So that means I think it's time for a special cocktail, cocktail, specialty drink. Dinier wants to know you if it's evening over here. Let me tell you, you what, Dinier. Because it'll burn the shit out of your vagina or asshole. It hurts, it hurts. Anyway. Cats at Monsieur. Or something like that. You catch it, Monsieur. That, that's Liza going over to Indonesia and doing a show. I don't know. It's catch it, Monsieur. I didn't. I didn't know. It's like you were just mixing the cocktail in your mouth. It is. It's just, I don't know what. You're... The best way to mix a drink <laughs> is in your own mouth. <laughs> the best best way to mix a cocktail is by putting all the items in your mouth and swirling around. But when you don't do that, ladies and gents, this week's specialty cocktail is. The Gin Gin Mule, mm-hmm. created by New York bartender Audrey Saunders, enjoyed at her bar by whiskey forward waterback James Jules Ferris. You want one half ounce of lime juice, a half ounce simple syrup, six mint sprigs, one ounce ginger beer, one and a half ounces gin, and a lime fridge for garnish. Now. What you want to do, I'm going to show you what he's doing right now. Look at this. Welcome to the Maha Amar. You can see him mixing. Isn't it a good time? I'm going to put this over there. And maybe check it out, check him out. There we go, there we go. All right, so what he's doing right now is muddling the lime juice, syrup, and mint, adding gin, and shaking well. Now pour it over ice in a highball glass, copper mug, or clean shoe. Top with ginger beer and garnish with a lime <laughs> wedge. Here are his tasting notes because he doesn't speak. You know what I love more than a classic cocktail? A classic cocktail with a great spin on it. I also love a kick-ass New York City bartender. And none better to steal from is Audrey Saunders, proprietor of New York's iconic Peggy Club. This is a crowd-pleasing drink. Think a mojito mixed with a mule. Who would have thought adding gin to a mule? And now that you've had it, there's no going back. So put away the vodka and the bourbon for this one. Kick off your Crocs and raise a glass to New England weather (laughs) that it is finally over 60 degrees. That's right. This week's cocktail is the Gin Gin Mule. And Denier... No, it's not evening here, but it's it's half hour. I mean, it's happy hour wherever you are in the world. Um, the, yes, Denier and Indonesia, the COVID problem is still being discussed. What about in other countries, the COVID, COVID pandemic? Is that okay? <laughs> then he puts a happy cry smiley face. So, wow, the translation over here is really something else. So for somebody That's who does I know he uses like appropriate Oxford commas and everything. Now over here Amazing. on the Instagram, we've made a specialty cocktail called the Gin Gin Mule. I'm very excited to give it a little tasty poo. And then I'm going to sign off on the Instawebs because see, they can only see. I know it's very exciting. It's coming our way. He's taking a picture uh, of it uh, right uh, now because Pixar, it didn't happen. You know, we got to take uh, pictures of everything. You got to do your Ina. Oh, what do I do if my mother-in-law wants to keep borrowing my bra? Oh, you get a divorce. That's what I say. Oh, look at this. And ladies and gentlemen, over here, tickling the ivories, is James Jules Ferris. I know. We never usually show him, but we don't let him speak. Don't ever let him speak. 
So this is the gin gin mule served in a sexy, very, very cold copper mug. Oh. Doesn't that look lovely? From Woodford Reserve right there, that little mug. And you can see the little oh. mint sprig. So I know that you're not drinking, but, you know, I drink for you because there's sober Thank children you. in Indonesia. So. <laughs> oh. That bit looks good. That. Patty, when are you getting back out here again? When can I see you live and in person? Because this is worth risking your life on New Jersey Transit. That's how I good will this not is. be risking my life on New Jersey Transit. I did it before, and now I find it even riskier. Yeah, I wouldn't even. Yeah, it wasn't good before this pandemic, and it's not going to be good afterwards. <laughs> but this is like so. This is like your standard mule of what you usually have. So mules usually have a vodka, or the Kentucky mule has a bourbon. We've made it today with gin. And I tell you, Oof. it works. Does gin hurt you? Are you not a gin drinker? No, I love gin. What kind of gin was that, Jim? What's the gin, Jim? A Bombay Sapphire. Ooh, a Bombay yeah. Sapphire cocktail. There we go. Okay, right here. The gin gin mule with a little Bombay. Elevated. Doesn't get in the way. Nice, clean gin. Hope nothing Ooh. happens. I love you guys, says Denier. <laughs> <laughs> we love wow. you, Denier. That's for damn sure. <laughs>